began to think that something very serious indeed was afoot. The mole was just beginning to consider that he might go home for the night and return in the morning when Portly came running along the bank. He's moved. He's up and he's stretched and he's gone back into his house and shut the door. I think this is a matter for you now, mole old fellow, said the otter. You're a better judge than I as to whether or not Ratty is at home to visitors. They quickly gathered together what remained of the feast the mole had prepared, added a few things from the otter's more workaday larder, and the mole set off to see if his friend might be lured back into society. Ratty, called the mole, having tapped at his door. Are you there, Ratty? You know perfectly well I am, said an irritable voice from inside Ratty's house. Uh, well, then, uh, are you at home to visitors? Uh, because I brought you some... The door opened a little and two bright eyes peered out. Some what? Oh, uh, nothing very much, just a little bit of supper, because I know that at such times you could do with a bite or two, and that a well-made warming drink would not go amiss. The rat opened the door completely, and looked at the contents of the mole's basket with unabashed pleasure. Is it very bad, the news you have from the river? said the mole. The rat abruptly turned his attention from the basket to the mole, and his expression changed. I think it may be, Mole, for her call these past two days have been strange. She worries me. She worries me a great deal. I cannot say that I fully understand what she has been trying to say to me since yesterday, for the river does not use language like you or I, but speaks to us in a deeper way. Very often it is I who do not understand her, but I think that on this occasion she is not able to speak at all clearly of what her concerns are. It is as if she is calling for help, but that she knows we cannot give it. I do not know what it can be, but it's certain it's important, and threatens her very life, and possibly our own. It had been a long day, and a worrying one, but the Mole always said that a good night's sleep cleared the mind and made things look different, and very often a good deal better, and often he was right. If he had hoped for a lie-in, however, he was disappointed, for the sun seemed barely to have risen when there was a rat-tat-tat at the door. Oh, that must be Ratty, he said as he rose from his bed and searched for his dressing gown. He must have made a bit more sense of what the river was trying to tell him and come over at once to tell me. Rat-tat-tat went the knocker once more, rousing Nephew from his slumbers. Grumbling a little and calling to Ratty to be patient, if you please, the mole slid back the bolts and finally opened the door. Ratty, you're always welcome, began the mole, but do remember that not everybody is as wide awake at this hour as... But it was not the rat. It was a solid gentleman in a blue and red uniform, and he carried a brown canvas satchel with a red crown upon it, above which were embroidered the words, Royal Mail. You're Mr. Mole of Mole End, I take it? seeing as you're mole-like and your house is named Mole End. That is correct, concurred the mole. So you're not Mr. Water Rat, and nor is he, I take it, since he too is mole-like. Nephew had appeared at the door behind the mole, and the postman was staring at him rather suspiciously. Neither of us is the Water Rat, said the mole, feeling that simple agreement was the best approach with this gentleman. If Mr. Rat does not live here, where does he live? On the other side of the river, said the mole, pointing down through the trees. 
It's about half an hour or so if you go back the way you've come and over the Iron Bridge, but a good deal quicker by boat. I could perhaps take the letter or package to Ratty myself. He is a good friend, Sir, I would not repeat that suggestion if I were you, because purloining mail is deemed a criminal rather than a civil offence. In any case, it isn't a letter. Not a letter said the Mole, feeling that repetition of what was said to him was the safest approach. Nor a package, not even an address unknown returned to sender. No, sir, we don't often get to deliver one of these, and seeing as it's caused me so much trouble, I'm not sure I want to deliver another one. He dug deep into the bag. This, he said, is a customer instruction to collect. That's on this side and customer permission to receive and take away. That's on this side. Collect from the town head post office, that is, seeing as the...